you doing? Whose pick is it anyway? Uh, and now Twins Rant Podcast. Al Marolt joining the line. Al, how you doing? Bad. I'm doing bad. As you should be. This is the first time I've ever said this on this podcast. I am doing this podcast mad. I'm upset. I'm sad. Frustrated. Embarrassed. What other words can I throw in here? That kind of sums it up. Mortified? But, um, not mort- but not mortified, though, because I've come to expect this <laughs> in my life. And I think it's like, that's what's most frustrating about it. And, like, even when they have good teams, like, they have a re- like, it's a really good team. They're, like, mm-hmm. like, a legitimately good baseball team. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I think here's – I'm going to point this out. This is the thing that pisses me off the most. Literally one week ago, we were wearing robes in the dugout when we hit home runs. We're slapping high five. We're having fun. And then today and yesterday, just the tightest buttholes in the United States of America. All of them. Yeah, and that is – that's even with a presidential debate going on the same day as one of the games and day before. Still tightest buttholes. That was a laugher. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so – Listeners, you know, we, who's picked it anyway, we are, we're just jumping right into it. And it's, what are we doing out here? And it's the Minnesota Twins. And obviously you heard Al. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday, the 30th. The Twins just got swept, two-game sweep by the mm-hmm. Asterix, Astros. Um, <laughs> also a good team. I'll, I'll, I'll give – it was not like – I don't know. I would say good team because they have, like, good hitters. Yeah. The pitching hitters. wasn't – but it wasn't yeah. like they just got beat offensively. We got beat by the bullpen of the Astros. Yeah, like they used two bullpen. They used well three, I guess. Presley through the ninth, but they used yeah. three, two like extremely subpar bullpen arms. I and thought just shoved it down our throat. I thought this about the starter. Honestly, like, okay, yes, right. You and I, a guy throwing 93, 94, 95, That's fast. That's tough to hit. Definitely, but not for um, those guys. But but that's like. That's like facing if we were to be playing. That's like facing eighty three, eighty forty five, and it's yes. dead straight fastball. And he like the first time through, he was a get me over ninety three mile an hour fastball. And if he Dick got a high. strike, he would go curveball. And if he was down on the count, it was thigh high fastball the whole time. And we just could not, could not hit it. Yeah, and you could see like you could watch the hitters pressing at the plate. Yeah, like big time. They're like like fouling off like. They are majorly – I watched – one at-bat stands out to me, and Marwin Gonzalez had three consecutive pitches, 93 cock-high fastballs, flat, and he was, like, fouling them off. And then, and then he ended up popping the last one out. To left field, yeah. Infield, like, to left field to end the inning. And it's just like, dude, like, you're – like, major league hitters in the regular season, they, they don't miss one of those, much less three in a row. Mm-hmm. So, like – that tells me that they're pressing up there. They're like actually nervous or anxious or like, I think one positive that can come from it is at least they care. They do give a shit. They're trying, probably trying too hard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't think that's a, that's a matter like of concern by any means. I don't know. I mean, the, what are we doing out here? You know, we, we usually ran and this is probably more just geared towards like Minnesota sports. And, it kind of is. And, and actually, here's my take, and I might play a little devil's advocate on this, but oh, I think yeah. it's Minnesota sports fans. I actually think, like, okay, I get it. The drought of 18 games, that's a lot. That's really tough. The Vikings, yeah. 
like starting 0-3 right now, that's tough. The Wild not being able to win a playoff series. Um, I just think sport Minnesota sports fans are just collectively, we're all just the biggest babies about this shit. It's just the expectation that the Vikings are going to win a Super Bowl every single year, yet they've never won one. And the Twins are going to make the make slash win the World Series because we had one good regular season. Then we run into a damn good Yankees team last year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we should probably win a playoff game. But at the end of the day, like, we like hit a couple home runs and all of a sudden we're like the fucking best team to ever play the game and we should win a world series shoe in and it should be just great because all the Minnesota sports fans deserve it. And we don't deserve shit. I think that's right. That's, that's a great point. And, and as weird as this sounds, I think eventually that does funnel to the players. Like Two. you feel yeah. it, you have an entire state, like, fuck, it's happening again. I can't believe it's happening again. And like, they're on Twitter, like they're on Instagram. They see this shit. Oh, people, and- okay. It starts to wear on you. Yeah. In, oh, all right. We had Jesper Horstead on at you know, like way at the beginning of this podcast. And he talked about when he had a bad play, he still gets comments on his Instagram post about that fucking play. Yes. Like they see that shit. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they see like, it. You know, they're, they're just like us. They're just playing a professional sport instead of working behind a desk. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, they're, they're on social media too. They see it. But like, I think, so here's here here would be my response to that. I think I think that does play a factor for sure. But I do think that Minnesota sports fans are justified in the sense that it's the way that it happens. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's this true. one's a little bit more specific to the twins, but like the closest the Vikings, like the, the Vikings got blown up by the Eagles in their last NFC championship game. Like they weren't even close. Yep. So that's not like a it's not like they shit the bed. They just like the Eagles had a better game plan. They were just a better team. Like it was never even a game. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. more pal- that's more palatable than like the way that the Twins lose is like we're in control the whole way. We leave bl- bases loaded with less than two outs several times. Yeah, and then you walk out of that series like on a team that rakes all year long, and then you look up and you score two runs in two games. And you're just like that probably happened over the course of the past two years like a handful of times only. Yeah, when they have like eight hits, maybe. Yeah. Two games, three today, so, four today. So I think that, I think that's where. So it's kind of like a chicken or the egg situation. Like you have fans getting upset, that feeds into it, and then you have, you know, the the team losing in an unfortunate fashion. Like it's the Yankees last year. That wasn't as frustrating because like we just got our doors blown off by a better team. That's what happened. Absolute better team that played in a better division. Yeah, like that one. I'm that one. Like never pissed me off it wasn't like embarrassing it wasn't ridiculous like they were just better and that's like we started randy dobnik dude like no yeah. shit <laughs> yeah but Twitter this randy. year like this year was different because we were legitimately better we actually i think played better at least in game one in game one for sure like we were playing better mm-hmm. but but yeah i think so i i will rant about it because and but this is probably for a lot of fan bases as well so there's a couple ways one, at least we're there. Mm-hmm. Like, at least we get, at least we're at the fucking Jets, dude. Yeah, at least we had two games to watch. Yes. Like, at least they had a seat at the table. Like, cool. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that just, like, you know, if you're a fan base, I'm trying to think of, like, one up the top. Like, dude, yeah, if you're, if you're, could you imagine being, like, a Tigers fan? Nice. Yeah. Or, like, like you have nothing to look forward to. Your team sucks. Yeah, they Miami have Dolphins. Sucked. Yeah. Like, you're There's just, absolutely like, no hope. You've always been bad. Like, you're just bad. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, at least, and that's part of, 
I'd argue that's part of being a fan. It's almost in a sick, sick puppy way. It's like almost more enjoyable for it to be this way. Probably like, I can't imagine maybe it is really fun being like a, a Boston sports fan, oh, but like, sure. but doesn't, but like, but at a certain point though, doesn't that like kind of get old? Like, I don't not old, but like, there's no drive there. It's like the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl. The Bruins are going to be in the Stanley cup playoffs. Like, the Celtics are going to be in the NBA finals. It just like, doesn't that kind of get old? Like you're always there and then you might win it or might not. Well, actually I can answer that. Cause as a Clemson, like we're Clemson fans. Yeah. And I think there's, it maybe, maybe just the anxiety shifts towards like, we should be there. So then there's the stress of getting there. Yeah. I, I think it's a little different with college sports. I think, yeah, that's I, think true. I think the expectation that, I mean, anything can happen with, like you just look at the NHL this year and all of a sudden, I mean, it's, there's like, so is it little, like not a ton of parody? Yeah. Parody separation, right? Yeah. Not a lot of parody. So there's, I don't know why I just couldn't, couldn't think of that, but there's so little parody in it where it's just like, all right, anybody can beat anybody. And like last year Columbus beats the lightning, you know, it's, it's something that like, as a Bruins fan going into this year, you were thinking, all right, we have a decent team, but you know, it's not like, like great. It's a hockey game. And with the Celtics, I don't really think anybody was expecting the Celtics to be in a championship or the uh, no. like Eastern conference. Yeah. They're, no, but, but even so though, like if you look at like, like at, in our lifetimes, right? Like oh, Boston yeah, yeah, sports yeah. has dominated. Like, oh, Boston absolutely. sports has owned our, our lifetime as sports fans. Absolutely. And, and for the most part, Minnesota has been like getting bent over like laughable. Yeah. But, but you're right. You're right on the fans. We should drill down on this. Like the woe is me thing sucks. You have a right to be upset. You have a right to be pissed off. You have a right for like to expect it to change at a certain point in time. But like it, you kind of just have to wear that. Like look at the Cubs dude. When they win the world yeah. series, like how cool is that? Yeah. At some how point, cool is it going to be when the twins do win? Exactly. Exactly. I just think people are setting the expectations so high. I, for me, it's Vikings fans and more or less K fan in the morning. Yeah. If those guys, they, they just cry about it. And, and they're in, it's like one, Paul Allen is the fucking worst. You listen to that guy, like a guy drops a pass and it's honestly the end of the world. It's like, dude, it's a second and four in the second quarter. Game, right. there's so much game to be played. And I, I don't know. I just, it annoys me. Um, one, if you have money on the line, I think that's where you can really like start taking it serious. That's and, fine. You can roll and, heads if you have money on the line. No and doubt. get really upset. But like, man, if you are just so into this where it ruins your day and it ruins your week. Grow you know, up. I, I love sports. I'm a, like a huge sports fan. I watch yes. all of them, but I don't like, I don't sit there. I'll, I'll watch every wild game if I can, but if they lose, I'm not like, Oh fuck. This is the yeah. worst. I hate this. I invite. Oh my God. It just, it's, it, it's childish to me. You know, I'm, we're shifting this, 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 what are we doing? There's two, what are you doing within this? One is on the twins. Like, yeah, that was on they, the twins. They, they did shit the bed. They fucked but that one up. This is shifting into a Minnesota sports fans, and I'm here for it. Grow up. So much growing up to do. So and much it's just growing like, up and to like, do. And like the whole, like, at the end of it, like, it's 
being on Twitter watching the end of that baseball game was so absurd. Like grown men just like, fuck this, fuck them. I can't believe this shit again. Yada yada, blow it up, fire, fire Baldelli. Like, dude, you're the guy. Baldelli's been awesome. Like, shut up. I know. It's, God, it, that's the thing with I had baseball. a buddy texting me. I had a buddy texting me blaming blaming the blaming Josh Donaldson for not getting his body right and being injured. And that was the like, the reason the twins lost. It's like, dude, what? I know. And that's the thing with I, oh my God. I mean, with football, sure, you can talk about the coaching. Play calling is out there. And when it comes down to like the NFL, athlete versus athlete is a very level playing field for the most part. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, game planning it becomes a big deal and it is very structured when it comes to baseball and you play every day and you play back-to-back days, dude, like you don't, it's coach. a random game. The it's a random co- game. The coaches have really, they can set their lineup, which, you know, for the twins is somewhat limited. You don't have a ton, like a, a ton of depth to be starters you have a guy who is what it is. You have your guys, like you have your guys, you put them there, you expect them to perform. If they don't pitching changes, call your pinch hitters. That's about it as a coach. Like that. And and challenge plays when you need to, which he did. He won two of them, which is fucking dog shit out of that umpire. That was a bad dude. Two in a row. Could you, that guy was on how, how, how on an Island was that umpire after that? (laughs) New Brunswick. That guy back to back missed calls like and consecutive plays. I know. Horseshit. All right, I, I want to read this um, before we get into the draft. Just, uh, I think, to wrap up the, the Minnesota sports fans thing. This is actually yeah. really funny to me. Um, and it's like, if you're going to be a baby about this stuff, it better be damn, like, damn funny. I need yeah. something good. So this was sent to me from somebody, and um, I'm just going to name drop the guy. I don't even know what this was on, but Declan MC666 underscore. This is, what this is what he said. It's your cousin? <laughs> no. Uh, buckle up and grab a drink because this, this is a long one, but it's hilarious. All right. None of you understand. Don't act like you're even close to understanding. It's not that they don't have any success in the postseason. It's that the worst team in MLB history is the Minnesota Twins in any given season going to the playoffs since 1991. Oh, wow. Oakland, you've lost six in a row. We have lost 18 games in a fucking row. I can live <laughs> with losing 10 straight series like the Braves. At least they put up a fight. Do you know how statistically impossible it is to lose 18 games in a row, let alone postseason games? We faced a playoff team that was below 500 and the worst road percentage ever for a playoff team. The Twins were 16-8 and eight in September and have the best home winning percentage in the AL since 1961. The Astros won single-digit games on the road. They were 9-23, and and we got fucking swept again. At least we have the vi- – oh, wait. Don't even get me started on what a joke they are. It really matters. Four Super Bowl losses, then 0-6 since the NFC Championship games. Playoff choke after playoff choke. At least we have the timber – oh, wait. Couldn't make the playoffs for 15 years in a league where over half the teams make the playoffs. They had a Hall of Fame player they squandered every year and never made it to the finals. At least we have the why. Oh, wait. First round losses galore. Haven't even been close to stiffing the Stanley Cup since their existence. Don't tell me, oh, the Twins won a World Series. Stop whining. I wasn't fucking alive for either of them. 
For all I know, those World Series wins were a big conspiracy to keep the younger Minnesota sports fans complacent so they don't all go insane. This state is evil. This is because Minneapolis was built on an Indian burial ground with the biggest mass execution in U.S. history at Mankato or something. I believe Jack Morris made a deal with the devil to give him superpowers to allow him to pitch that 10-inning shutout. After that, the Twins didn't make the playoffs for another 11 years. Go figure. Fuck me. See you all next year. <laughs> Declan just bodied. That's so much sports. to unpack. So but that's that was a lot to unpack. Yes. But that's correct. Like he's right. It's a lot of bad things. But I think that a lot of other fan bases have probably like somewhat of a similar story. I oh think my yes. God, yeah. If you combine all, all of our, if you combine all of our sports, it's a pretty sad story. It really is. But like. All the time. I don't know, I man. Don't... If you're if you're actually like that, Matt, go pick a new team. I don't know, do a new thing. I know part of, that's part of being a sports fan is like it's the suck, dude. That's part of what makes it fun. Like, you know how much how cooler it's gonna be when when one of these teams wins. Yeah, it's gonna exactly. feel so much better than just like Patriots got another Super Bowl. Like, hoofda. All right, thank God we did it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's not like that. You know what I mean? I know. Like, I'm gonna I be just... running down fucking Main Street naked. <laughs> when the Twins win a World Series. I know. I want to know, like, at what point of the day Declan typed that thing out. Oh, that was, like, in the, that was probably, like, in the sixth inning. Because that was sent to me 10 minutes after the game ended. So, he, yeah, no. he had it queued up. Absolutely. That's a lot of research to go in. He probably actually – he was probably up last night and said, if things go south in today's game, this is getting sent. And he had his finger on the trigger from pitch one. Yeah, he took a PTO day to just fire that thing out. I didn't take a oh. PTO day, but let me tell you, buddy, I was watching. All righty. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's what are we doing out here. We started with it early, but we, we are going to do a draft here. We are going to have a little fun. Uh, we're going to poke some fun at some people, specifically mm-hmm. NFL coaches. Um, if this is your first time listening to Who's Picks It Anyway, how Al and I typically do this is we start with a draft, and we do if obscure drafts. Um, so snake draft, of course, this week, Always. we're going to be drafting, um, our eating contest teams. So there's going to be four contests and we need to draft four NFL coaches to fill each role. So coach one on your team is going to eat 12 pancakes. After he completes that coach two can go, he's eating 12 hot dogs. After that, the next coach has to eat two pizzas, large meat lovers, of course. And then finally, to top it off, the last coach um, is going to eat a large ice cream sundae with a wooden spoon, obviously, as much yeah. in that oh, yeah. belly as you can get. So 12 pancakes, 12 hot dogs, two large pizzas, ice cream sundae, NFL coaches. Let's go. Three, three current, one former. Correct. Yep. Three NFL coaches um, currently, and then you can pick one alumni coach, and that dates back all the way to whoever the first NFL coach was. <laughs> I have no idea. His name was actually football. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, footy, footy football. Yeah. So, uh, and I'll, I'll do the honors here. I'll take the first picture because you absolutely know on a heater. Oh, 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 don't let him get hot. Two. Two in a row, you don't want to catch out when he's on a winning streak. No, and he's on fire. So that's, that's pick number one for you. All right, pick number one. And I think this, this has to be a no-brainer. 
we're gonna go Big Daddy, Andy Reid, uh-huh. absolutely guzzling pancakes. He's going pancakes for you. Well, no. So do we get to slot them? Where you can slot going? them. Yeah, you can slot them. Shit. Um. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, he actually is gonna go pancakes because I think that's sneaky the hardest one on here. Oh my god. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. That's so much. That's just like concrete in your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got the gut for it. Like you think that you think he didn't have 12 pancakes last Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like that's something he does like on his own, like on his own time for fun. If they have a 12 o'clock in the park game, for Andy. Yeah. 12 o'clock Sunday game, pregame meal is no doubt pancakes. And the thing about, I, I love that pick with Andy Reid. I mean that, like you said, no brainer, pretty unanimous for NFL coaches right now, mask yep. or no mask. He gets this done. Whatever team he's <laughs> yeah. on, he's getting the team the lead to start. Um, Andy Reid is so confident in his eating abilities, especially the pancakes. I bet you he still just drowns those things in syrup. Even more. Oh, yeah. Give me more. Yes. Yeah, he needs more. Yeah, and that's like just for him to be full. Yeah, that's yeah, him to be like, full and like, be satisfied. Right. Like This he, isn't yeah, a race for him. It's just a, an everyday meal. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Andy Reid, like – I just can't, the guy's like an anomaly, dude. I can't even believe him. Like you look at him and it's just like, that's a joke. I know. I, I saw, I saw a post the other day. It's like, when you see these faces, you know, you're in for a long night. And it was a picture of like LeBron when he was on the heat, Kobe with like the game time eyes, MJ with the game time eyes. And then just Andy Reid like looking into his play sheet. Dude. I mean, he, yeah, he's like, he's an amazing mastermind football coach. Like he's a phenomenal coach. The Chiefs are running wild ass plays crazy plays the underhanded shovel pass was truly something yeah yeah they're running wild plays so Andy Reid is an absolute no-brainer I mean he's he could do this thing by himself honestly and fat yeah he's fat (laughs) big red we talked about Chase Wood took took big red in the college mascot draft well Andy Reid's yep Andy Reid is also big red yeah Andy Reid actually daytimes as big red for western Kentucky yeah absolutely um all right so andy reed pick number one that's going to give me two picks in a row snake draft of course i'm going to start this thing off on my team i need to get him on the team proven winner and i honestly like i know he's going to cheat his way to victory in this it's bill belichick (laughs) and um i think bill belichick is going to he's going to do the hot dogs i think that's the easiest food he could probably somehow sneak like sure he's hiding i mean he bill seems like a guy that's had a couple hot dogs in his day he's going pocket dogs you think yeah for yeah pocket dogs for sure a hot dog at halftime guy i think he (laughs) somehow mixes in like let's say they do a nathan hot dog eating contest i think he somehow gets like little sausage link things in there oh sure like oh no no no. he gets he gets mini wieners yeah, yeah, we're like not going sneaks- regulation size. Deflated hot dogs, maybe, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets the mini wieners instead of the hot dogs and somehow manages to sneak that through. So Bill Belichick's my one. He's going to go hot dogs. That's a great strategy pick. I'll give you that. That's a great strategy pick. And then uh, I'm going to follow that up with a little more actually younger and a prodigy of Bill Belichick, I think. I think I'm right on that. Mike Vrabel. Yeah, he, yeah he, played, he, played, he played for the Patriots, yeah. Yeah, so Mike Vrabel, coach of the Tennessee Titans, a former Pittsburgh, uh, oh, gosh, New England Patriots linebacker. thing with Mike Vrabel is, one, he's a linebacker, so I'm sticking him at the two pizzas. 
I know for okay. sure that guy after a Sunday win was like feet up on the couch in the locker room watching TV with a pitcher of beer and pizza. I think he's I think that's a routine for him. Sure. And sure. So I'm just yeah, I I think he's he's young, also a very big guy. I'm sure he can still house food. You know, I'm sure actually he's a guy that's since he's been done playing has taken a little bit off trying to diet. So he is just craving a junk food day. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah, like almost like a cheat meal for him and he's like yeah, that's going like not the fat guy route, like almost like the athletic, the athlete of food eating there. Yeah, I think he's like, a Joey Chestnut of this of the NFL. Coaches. Sure, like he can take it. He can take. Yeah, he can take food down and not look like he took it down. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So Mike Vrabel, uh, he's my number two. He's gonna be eating pizzas. So now it's back to you. Another okay. draft, of course. Okay. For my second coach, I'm gonna go with Chucky John Gruden. Now, the strategy here is the guy is just kind of a nutcase. Yeah. And I think he's like in his mind, he has to win. I imagine this dude like slamming the monopoly board at family game night. Yeah. That's the type oh, of yeah. guy that John Gruden is. Uh-huh. Um, and I, and he, like, I think he's a little bit crazy and I'm going to put, I'm going to put him on hot dogs. And here's, here's why. I think he might be able to eat 12 hot dogs before he realizes he ate 12 hot dogs. <laughs> Like he just, he just he's gonna like his brain does not process it. Yeah, like he's just gonna like set his mind and be like, I just have to get to this number and he's gonna eat them and do it. And he's gonna like afterward feel like shit, but he's still gonna sell because he's like happy he won. No, okay, so I'm so glad you said Selly because that was the point I was gonna throw in is when you talk about the monopoly slam in the board, I think when he like gets a property from somebody, I bet he is so in your face. And I guarantee if he's doing the hot dog eating contest, he's screaming the entire time. Oh, yeah. He's probably oh, yeah. like, whoa, whoa, and guzzling him. Shut up, Nana. Yeah, like, no. like that. <laughs> yeah, that's – no, I think that's, I think that's absolutely right. I think he's just like a crazy guy who's going to win at all costs. Exactly. And he's also a madman with dipping the bun in the water. No, yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Like he, he also is not scared to get strategic. And just get those things in his gullet, no matter how he has to do it. And it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be pretty at all. I mean, nothing that guy does is pretty. Did you see, like, his face mask the other night? He was wearing, like, a thong. (laughs) Can we talk about that? So, all the NFL coaches are getting fined for not wearing face masks. What about the, like, personnel? I see so many assistant coaches. Dude, it, the whole thing is like actually such a joke. That makes they're, no sense. I don't see anything. They're just about trying the... to make an example. That's all. They're trying to make it sound like, look, we, we got strict COVID, you know, Wuhan flu things in place here. And we're going to, we're going to hold them to the highest regard. And still nobody only... is, nobody is doing it. Yeah. Nobody cares. Everyone's just like, all right, well, whatever. Yeah. Okay, Except for Andy Reid. You Which think Wuhan is getting through that face mask? Smart by Andy Reid. I'm sure Dabo with Clemson's doing the same thing. He has the same type of mask. Does he? Yeah, he has the clear mask like that. So I'm guessing it's just because he's like, I know I'm going to talk. I'm no, I know I'm going to pull the mask down. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Like, you're just going to be pulling it down anyway, so you might as well have it. Yeah. Um, Wuhan. Um, I also saw a quarterback. Who, who was it? Oh, Mac Jones for Alabama had the clear shield in his oh really mask. yeah i usually feel that's the thing that's actually kind of cool that's not like 
I guess whatever. But at yeah, the same time, like personal preference. Yeah, your thing. I All right, so it, yeah, we got off topic there. John Gruden and back okay. to back for you. Okay, uh, my next pick. We're gonna go. Um, I think this guy pairs well with Andy Reid. We're gonna go Mike McCarthy. Um, Ooh, fat, fat. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put Mike McCarthy on pizzas because I think he just like is one. I think Mike McCarthy <laughs> is just a pizza. Like he here, it was a, it was tough. It was tough to determine what to what to what to put Mike McCarthy on what what category because I truly do. I think he probably poops pancakes, sweats <laughs> hot dogs, and like his body is just made of pizza. <laughs> so it was really loves hard. deep dish dude yes he by the way two large pizzas is an insane amount of food i know and meat That's, lovers it is so much and yeah mike mccarthy i think he gets out of the shower with meat sweats in the morning <laughs> like that dude he has literally you know how like people have like double chins triple chins whatever yeah he doesn't he does not he actually just has one chin and it's all fat. It's huge. It's like, it, it, it wants to form into more chins and it can't because it just keeps getting bigger. Yeah. What, um, <laughs> I want him to coach the Vikings so bad. So we could just call him grimace. Dude. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he looks horrible. Who's he, like, coach, who's he coaching now? The Cowboys? The Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, he yeah, yeah brought yeah. his popcorn fart offense over from the Packers. Like, Matt LaFleur is doing cool shit. And then, like, he has all these weapons with the Cowboys, and he's, like, two runs and a check down. I know. What the heck, dude? dude. It's, it's such a – gosh. That, I mean, I'd talk about evidence as to why he needed to get out. I have so many takes on Mike McCarthy. He's, like, he's a naked in the sauna guy. He's a fart at the <laughs> socks on guy. He's a, yeah, he's a socks-to-bed guy. And, like, they're, like, dirty, too, like, brown and sweated out a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Mike, that's a great pick, Mike McCarthy. I mean, he had, to, he had to get into this draft. There's no way he wasn't getting into it. No, yeah, he had to get in there. He's way – yeah, huge force. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike McCarthy, that's my pick. So, so back John to you Gruden. for snake draft. All right. I'm going to take my alumni pick right now. And, again, I'm just going with pure size here. I think this is – really, when it comes down to this food eating stuff, you got you to gotta fit the mold. And mm-hmm. – I'm going Rex Ryan. He fits the mold. You got to have the right body type. He fits the mold. Body type, he's actually slimmed down since, but um, this is alumni coach, so old Rex Ryan. And, you know, just – he's going to be my ice cream sundae guy. Uh, No. Sure. You know what? No. Okay. He's going to be my pancakes guy. He's going to get this thing going. Yeah. Um, Because I have somebody in mind for ice cream sundae if I can get him. Okay. So yeah, Rex Ryan just going to be pancakes. Again, this is a guy who just fits the mold. He, we, I need somebody to keep up with Andy Reed. There's no chance anybody's going to beat him off the line of scrimmage on the pancakes, yeah. but <laughs> Rex Ryan has a chance. And the he's going to keep Rex it close Ryan, for you. He's going to keep you in the game. He'll keep us in the game. Yep. And the thing about Rex Ryan is not afraid to run his mouth. And no, he's kind of like, he's kind of just a walking meme. He's like the John yeah. Daly of golf. Just super easy to make fun of, but when he talks and then he actually does something, you're kind of like, oh, 
That's kind of like, yeah, dude. That was kind of funny. Like I should laugh at that. <laughs> when Rex Ryan was having success with the Jets, that was actually awesome because he was just like calling people out and then executing. It was unbelievable. Exactly. Exactly. And Question for the, you and your team. Wait, did he coach the Bills at one point? Yep. Yeah. yeah he so did. he's part of Bills Mafia, which is just you get an, up, an upper hand and psychotic. He's, he's gone through a table before. <laughs> yeah, he, he might go through the pancake table. Here's, here's my question. Do you think there's any way that you can get pancakes shaped like feet? <laughs> Does he have a foot fetish? Yeah, no, yeah. He's a big foot fetish guy. Rex Ryan. Really? Yeah, and he like, is like weirdly pretty open about it, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah like, it's like kind of out there. Like He like, loves his wife's feet. And, like, it, it got out like accidentally, but yeah. then now he's like, leaned into it and like, makes jokes about it like, semi-frequently. Oh, see, even more reason to put him on the team. Yeah, if I if they can get him like feet, great. But other than that, a guy that that I mean, if dude, if you're just sucking on toes, like you could probably house a few pancakes. Actually, like an insane thing to be into. But hey, <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah. floats your boat, Rex. Yeah, you know? at least it's not Mike McCarthy's toes because he socks the bed guy. <laughs> you're gonna have to put more work in. Yeah. All right. Um, so that takes me. I got snake draft right. So back to back. Oh yeah, back to and, you now. Yep. I save this guy for the ice cream Sunday because I think he's a dud. Um, <laughs> I kind of think he's a loser. I don't like the fact that he's on my team, but I think he could be a factor in this one because he's large sure. and he just seems childish where he actually probably eats an ice cream Sunday every night. And that's Matt Patricia, coach of the Detroit Lions. <laughs> um, I, you know, Matt Patricia is just interesting to me. He kind of is like a Minnesota sports fan in a way. I think his expectations okay. are so high for his team and he talks like they should be really good. And it's just like, yeah. dude, you, I mean, and he you have a quarterback. The Lions. Yeah. You, you, it's the lions. You have a quarterback in Matt Stafford who don't get me wrong. is a pretty damn good quarterback, but also has great numbers simply because you're always fucking losing. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just yeah. chucking the pigskin the entire game. Like his numbers are going to be great. It, yeah, and Matt Patricia's like a defense guy, and like the Lions kind of have like a butt defense. Yeah, I know, and I know, and I, I am I am also bringing back a little bit of the I don't know if he ever. I, I doubt he was the coordinator ever when Mike Vrabel was a Patriot, but there's some cheating going on in the Patriots, and I'm bringing Patricia, former Patriots D coordinator. Sure. In. I have a feeling, you know, he might be hiding like a little heater in that beard or something, melt the ice cream. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good play. He's gonna figure something out, and I, I don't know. I, I, he's fat. And he he'll be good he's at fat. this, and I I do truly think he's a guy that houses an ice cream sundae every night. He probably does, and I like the I like the pick too because like Matt Patrick. Well, yeah, I think he wants so badly to be like Belichick. Yeah, and I think he's like willing to take whatever steps necessary to be like that, even if it's like over the edge, blatant cheating. He's gonna yeah. get you there. Yeah, well, and you know, like he does the hat backwards. Like he, he like he's trying to build his mm -hmm. own look. And yeah, you oh yeah, do that if nobody watches your games. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a <laughs> great point. That yeah, he does. He also does the cut off sweatshirt thing. But then he threw in the little wrinkle of the fat guy with a beard and the backwards hat. He's just he's one of us. But it's just like yeah, but you also like aren't a very good coach. So that's kind of a problem. Yeah, you're you need to be a D coordinator somewhere again. Correct, hundred percent. All right, so that's my four. We'll recap at the end. You got one more left here. Who is, yep. I think you need an ice cream Sunday guy, right? I do. And I got my alumni coach, 
Okay. And the way that I'm viewing this pick, Drew, is we have a winning lineup. We need a closer. I'm going to go with a known winner. My alumni pick is going to be Vince Lombardi. Oh, and the legend. This has this has nothing to do with his his appearance or his uh, his makeup. You know, his, his body type. This is strictly about his willingness to win and his, his need to win. And the way I view it is this Sunday, the ice cream Sunday is pretty much just my team lining up in the victory formation. That's, and Vince Lombardi is going to finish the Sunday, you know, take a knee, if you will, and, and close this thing down for the squad. I, I like that. That's a sneaky pick. Um, yeah, Vince, I'm pretty sure a huge gap teeth too. Oh, no question that. Yeah. That, I did think about that too. There is, which is big, then, which is yep. big. He also, this is a great pick by you. Tons of experience playing in the frozen tundra. So that mm. guy, no <laughs> chance he gets a brain freeze. Right? True. Zero, True. zero chance he's ever had a brain freeze in his life. And it ain't yep. going to happen this time. Um, yeah. I like that. I, I think that's, a sneaky pick. I didn't really think about that. That's way kind back. Kind of a greasy one. Oh yeah, That's way back. Way back in the record books. You got a trophy named after him. Uh, he does. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. Little known fact. So, do we want to recap first, or do you want to go with the honorable mention? Because there needs to be one, and I actually don't know his name. I should look him up. We'll we'll recap, and then we can think of who we left off. <clears throat> All right. So you had first pick. You go first here. Okay. So. Starting us off, eating 12 pancakes, Andy Reid. It's going to be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Gruden, crazy guy. He's going to be guzzling hot dogs. And then the pizza himself, Mike McCarthy, two large <laughs> meat lovers pizzas. And then Vince Lombardi taking a knee with the ice cream sundae to close it out. The pizza himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike. All right. Good squad. Andy Reid, front runner, obviously. Um, yep. You know, he's, he's a one, <laughs> you don't, you don't just go one, one for no reason. No, you don't, you don't. <laughs> All right. So leading off for me, pancakes going to be Rex Ryan. Um, hopefully just be able to keep up with Andy Reed. Then go with the hot dog slash probably mini wiener eating contest with Bill <laughs> Belichick, uh, cheating, obviously pizza's next. And he's going to be renting it down with beer. Cause it's just, it's a routine for him. It's Mike Vrabel. And then finishing it off with the ice cream sundae because he is a child at heart and a very bad coach. Um, I think, again, another routine for a guy who just eats an ice cream sundae every day. And that's Matt Patricia, coach of the Lions. Again, licking also, his wounds. Also large. Yeah, licking his wounds. Um, okay. I need to look this guy's name up. But honorable mention, and honestly, probably if we didn't do head coaches, if this was just NFL coaches in general, yeah, this guy would absolutely be on – the um roster and it's the hut guy bob wiley <laughs> bob wiley from the cleveland browns um you saw it i'm gonna play the clip see if i can yeah he just oh damn the bet it's the best part is because his like gut jiggles <laughs> like, you can just see every time he talks it's just it's, it's like if somebody somebody with an adam's apple that shows a lot yeah, yeah yeah every time they swallow you just see it up and down this guy's gut every time he talked just bouncing it's insane 
He's saying that from deep within himself. Bob Wiley, great, great honorable mention. I got another one from the Browns. Um, okay. Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And shout out to my fantasy football team name. Um, it, I need to change it. I usually update it every year. But it's actually Freddie Kitchens Morning Breath. Oh, gross. <laughs> so gross, dude. <laughs> but he – Morning breath. That guy's a pig. That guy looks – when I look at him, this is the first thing that I actually think of every time. He looks like the guy that eats a brat at the grill out and has mustard on, the, on his <laughs> cheek. I think he just walks and, like, lives that way. <laughs> and you want to know why he has cut like ketchup and mustard on his face it's because he's still super dumb where he like holds the ketchup and mustard in one spot trying to get it to squeeze oh, out and it's just one big blob right in the same spot instead of like moving it while you're squeezing it You've been eating hot dogs your whole life dude figure it out he for sure is still a kid in that not figured that part out no doubt uh any, any other honorable mentions I do. I have another one. Um, this is another, this is my fantasy football team last year. Uh, member of your team, his brother. Um, we're going to go with Rob Ryan. Oh yeah. Oh, Absolute yeah. diesel. Yeah. My, that was my team two years ago is Rob Ryan's beer farts. <laughs> yeah. He, I was just going to say, I was going to say that guy loves beers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So much. Big beer guy. He probably likes feet too, honestly. <laughs> he probably does. He probably like Rex's feet. The... <laughs> I'm going to throw one out of who I'm not taking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, this is an alumni one. Love the guy. Great person. Great for the game. But I don't really think Tony Dungy could eat more than one pancake, hot dog, or slice of pizza. <laughs> sure. Very slender. Very I really, slender I really don't think he has the, uh, he has a mentality to, to maybe go after a food eating contest. That's a good one. I, oh, I, I had an alumni pick. Yeah. Um, I was going to, I actually considered taking him over Lombardi, but I was going to go Mike Tice, <laughs> former Vikings coach. And here's my reason is that like, I think he's so dumb that he like, doesn't know. He like legitimately doesn't know when he's had too much to eat. So like, <laughs> he, like he'll just keep doing it. Just keep going. Like as long as somebody tells him to keep going, he'll just do it. Dude, that guy used to look like Barney on the sidelines. Yeah, I know. That's what they, if the Vikes hire Mike McCarthy, it's Grimace. Yeah. PU. Once they fire Zimmer. I'm all for that. They can do that any day now. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Well, that's a draft. Uh, the NFL is back. NFL coaches, some still fat. And um, oh, still fat. you're still out. Twins are still out. So yeah, God damn it. So yeah, we, we went back to the sports realm a little bit here. Uh, we'll have a couple drafts in the future going back to kind of the pop culture. We like to change it up. Uh, we did have a little two-week hiatus, one-week hiatus. Um, you so know, yeah. we're busy. So what? Sue us. We're busy. We were, we were planning how we were going to watch the Twins today. And, uh, so yeah, fuck us, right? Worth <laughs> it. Time well spent. Golfs are back, though. Minnesota sports. Golfs got a chance. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Master Bateman got reinstated, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, quick note on that. If the NCAA one, why did that need to come down to did like a holy cow? Do I talk much? A decision <laughs> of why to reinstate him. If the NCAA was not allowing players to be reinstated after their conference was canceled, they're the most corrupt organization 
association, they, like, corporation, they, whatever you want to call it, group in the world. Other than they the shouldn't even required paperwork. They should have been like, if you want to play, just like show up, you're fine. If anything, the blame and penalty needs to go on the conference. Because yeah, Rashad which Bateman, we've talked at length about. Exactly. You have to assume that he knew something was coming. Like the yeah. season was probably going to be canceled. I'd yeah, assume. well, that's why he did it. That's like, yeah, that's why he did it. And same with Rondell Moore. Is that, is that Rondell? Yeah, Rondell Moore and Sean Wade at Ohio State. And... Yeah, they all left. And Rondell Moore is like coming back now too. But they obviously all knew something was happen- happening. So, what, right, obviously you get the, I declared for a draft. I can now sign an agent. Yes. Versus if I waited till the actual season, then I, that's, I missed how much training time and how much, you know, recruitment and whatever. And I, I just can't believe that actually came out into a decision that took multiple days. No, it was, yeah, that's insane. They've, they've reinstated people for so much less. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Shout out from the debate. You mentioned this earlier, but how, how about the line from Trump? <laughs> he said, I brought big 10 football back. I did that. That was, that was unbelievable. Slapping unbelievable Kevin Warren's face. Yeah, he yeah he dragged his nuts over Kevin Warren, but like also like weird setting to like drop that line in. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, nice brag, but time and place, my man. <laughs> Probably should focus on condemning white supremacy first. Let's start there. Holy cow! That was that was the whole thing was a zoo, dude. It was terrible. Zoo. It, it Terrible. Was actually, that and was both an, of them. That was an embarrassment for the country. Yeah. No, it was it was terrible. Yeah. It I mean, wasn't wasn't anything I really like to be associated with, to be honest. I mean no, that's, I that's did the like, two I best think, we got. Yeah. Yeah. And I I just I, I knocked a couple on Trump, but I'm a Trump guy, so I have to go at Biden for one here. But like when Biden started defending his cokehead son, I was chuckling at that. That was really funny. I, again, this is like a debate about you have topics right? It's yeah. A, a debate is not an argument by any means. If you talk to like any negotiator, they'll say like, I never argue. I right. negotiate or I debate. Yes, sure, you it, say it, your side of it. I get it. But they get close, but that immediately just turned to like a fuck you match. And you're dumb. No, you're dumber. How did, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw a video of like, here goes a presidential debate and it's Harry and Lloyd from, um, Dumb and Dumber playing tag <laughs> in the car. <laughs> That's spot on. That is just, exactly what it felt like watching it. It was crazy to me that Trump would just have the audacity to be like, yeah, well, your son like, just straight up said your son got kicked out of the army for doing cocaine. Yes. Leave wild. that out. It was insane. But Don't I think he did it cocaine. on purpose, though. No, yeah, it was on purpose, did. though, to throw – it was to throw – Biden off because the actual question was how are you going to help the American people? And yeah, Biden they didn't answer like one question. Screaming about his son. I mean, childish on all accounts. On both accounts, it was childish. And but but really really funny. They I didn't answer that, one like, question. Honestly, like hell Mary to November fourth, dude. Uh, That's the play call. Because <laughs> good lord, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Four verts and hit the seam. Yeah, Kanye's on the ballot in Minnesota, so. Is he actually? Have you? Have you? Did you see it or like a picture of it or something? I looked. At, I got an email today about like here's the here's the ballot. I don't know, I, I don't know. when guy, I typed in Little Canada. It was Con- Kanye was on there. Not that as a guy can get, He can get fired under the sun too. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about him on this podcast as well. Uh, put Fuck Taylor Swift you. on it while we're at it. 
might as well at this point. Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, that's, we, we can't be getting into politics on this show. No, <laughs> that's that. Uh, that was aired on the side of sporting event, honestly. So I think we were fine. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. That will do it for Who's Picks It Anyway. Um, well, you know, what are we doing out here? Minnesota sports fans, Minnesota twins, a little NFL coaching talk, eating contest. We're just kind of all over the map. But We've uh, a lot going on there. Yeah, a lot going on. Al, thank you for joining. As always, best of luck yes. to you. You as well. It was fun. We'll see. Right. Going we'll for three in a row. Thank you.